because you're having to constantly think about new things to talk about and also finding people to come onto your podcast and that does take a lot of organizing and thinking about because you've got to plan ahead hello and welcome to how not to run a business with me your host jeremy jacobs a podcast for business owners entrepreneurs and those aspiring to work for themselves each week i bring you real honest and down-to-earth conversations about success failure and how not to run a business all in service of you living a life you love and achieving your version of success Hello and welcome to episode 28 of How Not To Run A Business. I hope you're all doing very well today. So I was thinking as I sat down to plan my next podcast episode that I realised that it's a year when I started my podcast. I started and launched my first podcast episode on the 7th of March 2022. So happy birthday to how not to run a business it's been a year so I thought it was very fitting to do an episode about how to start a podcast because I know there's a lot of people out there who might be thinking about starting a podcast you may not you might just be interested to learn a little bit about what it takes to run a podcast and all the things and all the mistakes that I've made and the things that I've gone well and not so well and the intention of the podcast has always been to share real honest down-to-earth raw conversations with people about the truth of what it takes to run a business and what it takes to be a human being and a human being that's running a business and an entrepreneur and a business owner and um, everything else you can think of that related to all of the things that I do in my life And I think I've served that purpose very well so far. I've had a lot of positive feedback from people, either face-to-face or through social media messages, uh, talking about how much they enjoy listening to my podcast. I'm going to talk about personal experience and the things that go through my head and have gone through my head whilst recording my podcast, but also some practical things. I want to start off by saying that I am no expert in sound recording or podcast launching or uh, podcast, you know, anything to do with podcasts. I never have been. I never professed to be. Um, The reason that my podcast started was um, I have a a good friend, Alex Chisnell. He owns a podcast agency called Podpreneur. And I've known Alex for many, many years. He started his podcast agency a few years ago. Through conversations, we'd got reconnected on Clubhouse, that audio app, which seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. I certainly don't use it anymore. Um, But we used to hang out on there quite a lot. And he was talking about podcasting and helping people to launch a podcast. And so we had a conversation. It was something that I was interested in. And he said to me, look, I can help you if you want. He gave me a very good deal, mate's rates, on getting 12 episodes of a podcast launched. And I said yes, and I paid the money, and then I sat on it, and I sat on it for quite some time. I still had my previous business, the food manufacturing business. When I closed the business, I had some free time, some space available, and I thought, well, this is an opportunity to launch the podcast I'd paid for these 12 episodes 
I started to think about, well, what do I want to talk about? And there was quite a lot of internal noise and chatter that came up when I thought about launching a podcast. And one of these things, and this is very personal to me, you may not have this, you may have this, is I was concerned about other people's opinions. And I think probably most of us have that in some form. This imposter syndrome, this self-saboteur, this who do you think you are to launch a podcast, or there's a lot of jokes made and fun poked at people everyone having a podcast particularly uh the life coaches the people on social media everyone's got a podcast it's become incredibly popular the growth of podcast has exploded over the years everyone famous has got one everyone's getting in on the act and it put me off because I had this, I have this natural aversion to concern myself with what other people might think of me. It's something which I find challenging on a regular basis and it's quite annoying because it doesn't align with who I know myself to be, but it's there. It always has been and I think that's as part of growing up in a world where other people have opinions about what you're doing and as kids at school if you tried something new or you did something different people would poke fun at you they'd laugh at you they'd make jokes about it mostly because they were jealous or they knew that themselves that they wouldn't or couldn't do it so rather than cheerlead and say that's great you're trying something new go for it they would poke fun and so that was certainly my experience growing up anything new and different was mocked and people took the piss out of basically and so you can understand why as adults we still have this thing going on about it and it takes sometimes quite a lot of mental energy to counteract that and push against it but that aside I still had this thing in the back of my mind thinking people well of course people are going to judge me (laughs) everyone's going to judge one another and if we allow people's judgments to actually take hold then we probably won't end up doing much with our lives and it's those that can see that for what it is and take action and take a step forwards despite of all of that that make a change in their lives and do things differently and do things that excite them and do things that they find joyful which other people might take the piss out of so I was able to recognize that and think fuck it I'm going to do it anyway And so I started to think about, well, what would I want to talk about? There's a difference for me around podcasting because with social media, with TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, those main platforms, Facebook as well, there isn't much barrier to you being able to broadcast your content on those platforms. You need a phone with a camera, which most people have in their pockets podcasting's a little bit different because if you're not aware of how it all works it can feel overwhelming they're published on platforms like apple podcast spotify deezer there's lots of platforms out there so i think the initial thing was well i don't really know where i would start and so working with alex that made it a lot easier because he's an expert in that area and to him it's very straightforward 
And for me, as someone that is a self-confessed and recovering perfectionist and likes things to be top quality, sound good, it was challenging for me because I wanted to get it right. I didn't want poor quality audio. I didn't want crappy conversations, um, unedited. Um, yeah, I wanted it to be professional and smooth. I think that's probably the way I would describe it because really appreciate a good quality, nice sounding uh, podcast, radio show, anything like that. I just, it's something that's always um, made my ears prick up. So for me, the idea of just literally grabbing my phone and recording a podcast on my phone in my bedroom or in the lounge or wherever wasn't going to work for me I wanted to produce something that was of good quality uh, I think I've spoken quite a few times about how when I was a kid I used to make little radio shows and I used to love recording these little radio shows on my uh, cassette recorder and playing them back and it was I don't know what it was about it but I just really enjoyed doing it so for me podcasting was always something that interested me so having someone who knew what they were doing was a huge help because it meant that I could focus on the content, on the podcast itself, what the message I wanted to get out there, what I wanted to talk about, who I wanted to talk to. And Alex and his team were extremely helpful in the process that they took me through to help me start to unpick and understand who is my audience? What else are they listening to? What content do they like to consume? How do they like to consume it? What other podcasts do you listen to that you really enjoy? There was lots of questions that I had to think about before we actually got even to the point of recording the first episode. And for me, the first thing that came to mind was having just closed my business was I wanted to talk about failure because I've told this story before, but when I closed my business... I didn't know what to do with myself. If you think about any significant life event that you've ever had where it's traumatic or very challenging and you're dealing with a lot of emotion and mental health issues and questions and your whole entire world changes when something changes whether that's you close a business you get divorced someone passes away one of your loved ones your uh, pet is put down like there's all these life events and big significant things that happen to us and if we haven't experienced it before it's all new to us so I went out into the world and started asking questions how do I deal with this how do I deal with the closure of my business and I had some conversations with people that I knew put a message out on LinkedIn, I even did a Google of how do you deal with closing a business. I was that desperate to have a conversation with someone to that had been through that who could understand what I was dealing with that I started to reach out to my network into the world and start asking those questions. And what I realized was that not many people were talking about this. And it makes complete sense. I don't think a lot of people like to go out and talk about their failures and their mistakes, particularly if it's something as significant as closing a business. Um, I don't hear a lot of people, there are people out there, but I don't hear a lot of people running around talking publicly about their divorce and celebrating the fact 
I know there are people out there that do that, but it's it's few and far between. And so for me, that sparked an idea in my head where I thought, well, why don't I go out and start talking about this sort of stuff with other people, start talking about failure and mistakes, and not only just about closing a business, but the things that we as entrepreneurs and business owners get wrong all of the time and we brush over we might learn from it but we move on but we don't talk about it and so I wanted to bring that as a conversation to people but also to share my own personal experience of what it is to be an entrepreneur and a business owner and having done that for coming up to 16 years what things have I learned and what am I learning because I'm going through this whole new change in my life and when I started to think about my audience and what they wanted, so my audience are fellow business owners and entrepreneurs or those who are aspiring to become one. It's, an, it's a topic of great interest to people um, around entrepreneurship and running a business, particularly with the growth in things like Shark Tank and Dragon's Den and The Apprentice and all of these programs that give a personal personally a very skewed view of what it is to run a business but there's also a lot of conversation and a lot of content around success because of course we want to listen and hear from other people that have done what we want to do successfully and multi-millionaires and billionaires and all these people that have achieved and using air quotes you can't see it um, great success um, we, we look up to them we're in, we're inspired by them we find it very interesting of course we absolutely do but there's a problem with that for me is it takes the attention away from the people who aren't there maybe don't want to get there in terms of selling a business for multi-million pounds or aren't quite there yet and are wondering why it's not working or what they're doing wrong or they just had enough or they're not sure if what they're doing is the right way or if they're making mistakes all these questions that come up and creating a space and a conversation and a space for people to come and listen and go oh there's someone there that gets it and is talking openly and honestly about all the shit they're dealing with and being honest because yes there are those people who are air quotes again successful they do talk about their mistakes but the focus tends to be on what they did right and what went well and they often but I do know that some people do but they often leave out all of this external circumstance and all of these opportunities and all this luck and things that happen to them that actually help them to achieve success because the truth is there's not many business owners who have started a business by themselves and run the business completely by themselves and not taken external advice not had some lucky opportunity I mean they put themselves out there of course opportunities and luck that's a whole world of conversation about luck and opportunity in business but often when I dig into the backstories of people who have become very successful there is something going on that's happened to them that has meant that they have achieved that success either faster or through means that they wouldn't have been able to do if they just did it by themselves I hope that makes sense it does in my head 
there's the flip side to that there's the circumstances that are outside of our control that come and destroy a business or destroy a business owner or make it very challenging and it means that they end up having to either close the business or stop what they're doing i'm an example of that with covid and probably thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people around the world and business owners are in those in those circumstances i've gone off this huge um tangent i'm just talking about why i started the podcast and i've gone on this little mini rant about success and failure but that's the whole point of this podcast anyway let's bring it back so that's why i started this podcast so once i'd nailed what i wanted to talk about and my audience and what the name was and how i was gonna record it and all this sort of stuff it was literally time to get going and one of the biggest things that i learned and which alex said to me is very very important is make sure that you launch with at least four episodes so that you have that content in the bank and you're not chasing your tail the minute you you get going and that was something that actually took an incredible amount of work i wouldn't didn't realize how much effort and energy and time it would take to launch four episodes of a podcast when you've never launched an episode of a podcast before because you don't just have to record the episode so if you're interviewing someone i did four interviews for the start of my uh, podcast apart from the first one which i just did a solo episode in introducing the podcast and what it was all about and showing my story you have to find the people you have to convince them to come and talk to you then you have to set up the time to speak then you have to think about what you're going to talk about what questions you're going to ask them then you have to record the actual episode then you have to edit the episode then you have to launch it then you have to promote it so there's a lot of steps that go into getting a podcast episode from the start to finish and i actually sat down and timed it all with my time sheets and my time tracker to actually understand well how long does it actually take me to record and produce a podcast episode and me doing it myself takes about at least six hours for an interview six to eight hours and for a solo episode probably between depending on how long it is like this one's going to be a bit longer than than shorter ones obviously um aiming between what 15 to 30 minutes for a solo episode you're talking about at least four to six hours for that from start to finish so if you're releasing four episodes in one goes that's four days plus that's all spread out over time it's a lot of work to get those four episodes up and running i had the advantage in that i was working with alex and his team so they did the majority of that post uh recording that post-production um work for me i only had to send them the episode and the trailer and they basically put it all together we worked together for 12 episodes and then i decided to take it on myself no reflection on alex whatsoever um two reasons one i wanted to do it myself because i actually really enjoy doing that sort of thing and the second thing was to save money to be quite honest you know starting out early days of producing the podcast um working with an agency is going to cost you more than doing it yourself and so it's my personal choice to do it myself and mostly because i just wanted to and i wanted to learn and understand it myself i will one day go back to um having alex produce it for me but for now um i'm quite happy doing it myself i think the thing that i learned about 
recording podcast episodes i was ultra prepared when i was doing the interviews with people and i think it's really important that you do do some form of preparation it depends on how well you know the person you're interviewing you may and i probably would say you're going to know them well enough if you're choosing them to come on to your podcast but it's always really important to do as much research as possible around that person to understand their story their journey but also what are they coming on to talk about because my podcast episode is quite could be quite generic it's called how not to run a business and we do talk about success and failure but what success or failure are you going to talk about do I want them to talk about a particular failure or mistake or are they talking about mistakes and failures generally and their own view of it are they talking about their story their journey what parts of that are interesting what parts do we want to focus on are there any parts they don't want to talk about? Is there anything that they want to avoid? I think having an understanding of what that looks like before they come on is really important. I'll send them quite a detailed breakdown of what are we going to talk about? What the point of the podcast is reminding them so they're aware of who the audience are, what the intention is, and then giving them uh, an idea of how the recording's going to go, how long it's going to take, what they need to bring, what they need to prepare. All that information is sent to them so they're aware before we get going. And then it's a case of sitting down with them and pressing record and having a conversation. One of the biggest things that I learned about the podcast recording was that you can edit it. It's not a live stream unless, of course, you are doing it on live stream. Some people do record their podcast episodes live. They put it out on their social media platforms. They interview the person on camera and then they launch that podcast episode as it has been recorded. I'm not a big fan of doing it that way because, firstly, I don't want the extra stress of setting up a camera, setting up live streams, and putting it out on social media that's my own personal choice i was encouraged to record my podcast episode with a video i have started doing that for my solo episodes because i want to be able to use some of the video on social media but i don't want that pressure of recording a video and putting it onto another platform and i was very clear at the beginning that that is how I wanted it to go. And I wasn't tempted by what is best practice because I'm doing this podcast for me and how it works in my life. It may change down the road, but for now I knew I don't want to have to worry about doing my hair and doing my makeup. Obviously I don't have any hair and I don't wear makeup. I just wanted to be able to have that conversation about the pressure of the video. So one of the biggest things that I learned through this process so far has been that that podcast episode can be edited and I don't mean moving conversations around or twisting or editing it in a way that makes anything sound better or worse what I mean is I've recorded this podcast episode now coming up to 25 minutes it's probably not going to be at this point 25 minutes long because I've had to repeat myself a few times I've said a sentence and it's either not made sense or it sounded absolutely crap. So I've stopped and I've just said it again. What I will then go and do in post-production is edit out those bits. I'll also cut out some ums and some ahs and some ands and some so's, which are words which I say a lot. 
And the only reason I do that is because I want you, the listener, to have a nice listening experience. If I'm saying, um, and so all the time, it becomes, in my personal opinion, not very nice to listen to. So I take the time to take those things out. I also tell my guest that that is what we can do. So if at any point they feel that they want to stop and put, you know, they might put their hand up and say, I just want to stop for a second, then they can do that. And I didn't know that at the beginning. So when I pressed record, it was almost like the record button was it, like it was almost like we were recording it live and it's not live. So I learned in the early days to actually let myself and the guests know that we can stop if they've messed up and said something that doesn't sound quite right or they want to say it again, just literally repeat themselves and I will edit out that bit makes it much easier to record a podcast episode because you don't have this pressure on yourself that you've got to do it in one take and it's all got to be smooth and perfect and even if it's not it doesn't matter i've had podcast episodes where people have had to go a doorbell's rung they've gone to get an amazon delivery and i've kind of cut it out but i've referenced that i mean look i like nice well-produced good quality things but i'm also a human that recognizes that that's not always possible so big lesson in that the other thing i learned as well as a little side note and you might start noticing this when i say it is how many people say you know it's really interesting and i'm not sure if i've continued to do that but i might have been able to get that out but it happens a lot in interviews even on tv people say you know a lot very interesting anyway hopefully that won't bother you too much when you start noticing it on pretty much every interview talking about interviews i think a really top tip is to interview people that you know really well and you can have some fun because i started my interviews with people i didn't know that well and i felt like i had to be super professional from the very start recording episodes with people that you know that are still relevant so probably quite a few of the podcast episodes I've released recently have been with family or close friends or people that are well known to me they are entrepreneurs and business owners the content is still relevant but I recorded it with them to help me to just get used to the process and didn't feel like I had to put too much pressure on myself there are actually a couple of podcast episodes recorded with people that I had to chuck in the bin because um they didn't sound very good and i was still working out sound quality and how to do things more professionally and i'll come on to that now it's just around sound quality and how to record it so i did it in a number of different ways so the first thing i did was i went and bought a yeti pro x i think it was called um i can't remember what type of microphone it is microphone professionals will know there's lots of different types of microphones <laughs> i don't have an eye any idea i did read up about it i just can't remember the name this one enabled you to record two people at the same time on the microphone and it wasn't good at isolating the sound from outside so it was fine when i recorded a solo podcast episode by myself but I took that microphone to people's houses to record and we sat in front of it and recorded it. And it was really, really difficult. One of the other things I was told was if you're recording two people, record it so that each voice is on its own separate track. 
you need essentially two microphones to do that and if you're recording it in a podcast studio then that will happen naturally but you want to record it on two separate tracks when you record it on something like zoom or riverside fm or uh, Streamyard, it will give you the option to record each person as its own single track and what that enables you to do is that if i'm recording an episode with someone i'm which i can naturally do go mm-hmm, yeah uh-huh in the background you're sort of acknowledging verbally which i try my best not to do but if something happens or you say something and it gets in the way of the flow of the other person talking you can silence it you can mute it you can cut it out so that it's not there and it makes it for a in my again my own personal opinion for a smoother nicer easier listen there are some podcast recorders and i know that lewis howes has said this himself he will continually interrupt and acknowledge and almost talk over the other person which i personally find very irritating he doesn't seem to and he's got a very successful podcast so clearly it doesn't bother people that much but for me personally i don't like it so having that on a separate track it enables you to edit each person's recording separately which is very very useful so when i started out i had this blue yeti pro i think it was called i can't remember the name exactly it was fine it did an okay job i had to make some kind of screen you can actually buy them on amazon but i'm quite crafty and i built this um box that i'd lined with my old sofa cushions um and put it on my desk and put the microphone inside and it did an amazing job of cutting out the background sound because i like that you can just hear my voice you haven't got all the background noise did a very effective job the problem was was i had my head in a box it was hot and sweaty i couldn't see my computer to control the editing the recording i couldn't stop stuff start stuff it was it was clunky at best and so i took the decision to invest in a shore sm7b which is considered to be the best audio recording mic you'll see them in a lot of high profile podcast recordings it seems to be the go-to i know there are other microphones out there which are considered to be just as good if not better but from all the research i did i found that this one was the best in terms of reviews audio quality it wasn't cheap it was about 320 quid but for me it was an investment worth making because it now means that i can sit in my office in my house and i can record this with no kind of sound protection it would be better if my room was treated in the sense that things were put in to help reflect stop reflect sound reflecting so hard surfaces but you know i'm doing the best with what i've got i had to buy some other equipment so i had to buy an audio interface which enables me to plug the microphone into my laptop and control the sound i had to buy a boom arm to put the microphone on so it's not attached to the desk or at least if i knock the desk it doesn't uh, knock the microphone and cause sound issues i also had to buy an inline preamp as well um, I'm not going to go into detail about that, but it, all it enables me to do is to produce a better sound quality and not pick up as much background noise. And of course, the microphone is the most important part. The SM7B is what's called a dynamic mic, which means it's less susceptible to pick up the sound from outside. 
which is really when I think when you're recording a podcast episode, you do want to get as best audio quality and as little background noise as possible, but that isn't always possible. And I don't think it is something that should stop anyone from recording a podcast because at the end of the day, it's about the content and it's about what you're talking about less about the sound quality i mean i have listened to some podcast episodes where the sound isn't treated at all and there's lots of background noise and it can sometimes be hard to hear particularly listening in a car or you're listening on a speaker it's less so on headphones but that's just my personal preference and as i say i don't think it should stop anyone from getting going and then i'll talk a little bit about editing and that side of things and i'll talk some more about kind of post-production and all the other stuff that goes on with recording a podcast episode so when i started out i used audacity which is free to download i have a mac and it's available on that i'm not sure if they do it off windows i'm pretty sure they do but i haven't touched a windows machine for probably about 10 years so i don't have any idea but the software it's okay it's a bit clunky and i have an adobe um creative cloud subscription and as part of that it comes with adobe audition which for me works really really well it's very sophisticated it does a lot of stuff that i have no idea what to do with but for the basics of recording a podcast episode it works perfectly and it's included in the price i pay anyway and then it's all about the production post-production editing the podcast episode getting it all ready putting the soundtrack on um putting on the little intro at the beginning putting the outro on making a trailer and then uploading it i use acast which enables me to launch the podcast upload it put all the information in and press publish or i can schedule it to publish at a later date and it puts it out to apple spotify and all the other podcast platforms you can think about um i can't go into detail about how that was set up because it was done for me and i know that there are some limitations with it but i'm not an expert on it so i'm not going to say any more about that but that platform which i think was about 200 pounds a year takes care of all of the publishing for me and it's great because you can go back and re-upload an episode afterwards i had one guest who said that they weren't happy with something they said they wanted to take it out that wasn't a problem chopped it out re-upload the episode job done um, it also means that you can retrospectively add things like sponsorship adverts anything that you want you can change that at any time which is very very useful so I think I'll wrap it up now because I am also mindful and this is another thing which I am very aware of is the length of the podcast because I have tried different lengths and I'm playing around with different ideas about the length of the episode what I'm talking about and I think for me I like a podcast episode that is between 30 minutes to 45 minutes max sometimes it can go on for an hour i think particularly if the subject or the person i'm talking to is very interesting and i think people will find interesting then it's okay to go up to an hour so it's another thing to think about is the length where do you think your ideal listener is going to be listening to your podcast how long should it be but at the same time it's balancing that with not fitting the content to fit the time length because sometimes that's not possible there's things you can do like splitting the podcast into two parts 
or just accepting the fact that people are going to have to listen to it um, if they find that particular subject interesting and that comes on to talking about the subjects and what I talk about because you're having to constantly think about new things to talk about and also finding people to come onto your podcast and that does take a lot of organizing and thinking about because you've got to plan ahead and I need to make sure that I've got enough episodes in the bank for at least two or three weeks to make sure that I'm not stressed out and chasing my tail which is one of the most challenging things that I think I've noticed in recording these podcasts because I don't want to record a podcast episode for the sake of it and just rush something out but also the one thing which I've noticed as I said I'm a recovering perfectionist is about having fun and just not thinking too much about what you're saying and the reason I say that that might sound a bit weird you do need to think about what you're saying of course and the more structure you can put around it about what you're going to talk about the better but sometimes just pressing record and talking you can produce some really great content because I haven't structured this podcast at all. I haven't sat down and thought, right, what are the most important things? What do I want to talk about? Where am I going to put this? I'm going to talk about this next. I have literally pressed record. I've had to press stop quite a few times just to get gather my thoughts. But press record, start talking and let it flow naturally. Because thinking about this podcast and what I've talked about... I definitely covered the most important things because those are the things that have come into my head and I want this conversation to be about me sharing my experience. I could have sat down and planned it all out but it may have felt a little bit more methodical, a little bit more structured and that wouldn't have given me the kind of content and the kind of conversation I want to have with people because there wouldn't be this natural flow and it's important for me to talk about the stuff aside from the making sure you've got your episodes well structured in terms of who you're going to interview, when you're going to interview them, when the episodes are going to be released, what kind of mic you've got, all this sort of very practical questions. But also the side of things that's like, well, actually sometimes when I sit down and record a podcast episode, I have to press stop about 20 times. And in the early days, I actually had to... I got so frustrated with myself because it took eight hours to record a half an hour podcast. Oh, that's not good enough. This, that, the other. Actually, that's not the intention of my podcast and what I want it to be about. I want it to be honest and real. And if I'm editing it so much and structuring it so much, then it doesn't feel like that. So I hope this has been an interesting episode. I hope I've covered everything I wanted to. I can if I want to come back and add stuff in later. I may I may not who knows but I think the main thing I want to say is if you are interested in producing a podcast and putting a podcast together then just do it and as with everything in life it's all about consistency when I launched the podcast I had a few hundred downloads in the first few weeks and it's grown steadily I can see the percentage growth week on week is going up and up and it's very important to promote this as much as possible through your own social media platforms and also those of your guests. I think the biggest growth that I see is when the guests share with their network because you're putting it in front of a whole 
world of people that you would not normally be connected with. And I think that's a really key, important driver for growth. But be consistent and keep on doing it and make sure that you enjoy it as much as possible because it's meant to be enjoyable, in my opinion. And come back to why you're doing this. Why do I show up every week and sit here and record a podcast in my office? Because I want to share what I've got to say with the world. I want to help people. I want to connect with people. I want to share my experience and my wisdom with people. And it's a great medium for me to do that. And I thoroughly enjoy it. And I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this episode. And I also hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. So I'll leave it there for now. If there's any questions or anything that you want to ask, then please do reach out on social media. Um, the details of which will be coming up shortly. I've just launched a new podcast resource page, which now has every episode with links to people's LinkedIn's and all other things that they want me to share with you and breakdown of the podcast episodes and um, where they can be found. So that is on my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. This has been How Not to Run a Business with your host, me, Jeremy Jacobs. If you like this conversation and you want to hear more, then make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And whilst you're there, if you want to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And my profile name is Jeremy Jacobs UK. Or you can check out my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on trying, keep on failing, keep on succeeding.